time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you here with us. It is Monday, another beautiful Monday, where we get to do a podcast with you, sharing with you all that's going on in the industry. It is October 12th, 2020. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're just thrilled to have you as our listener. Our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. We're going to have Pete Mills on with us as a guest on the Hot Topics segment. We're going to be talking about the upcoming MBA annual conference. Very excited. I'll be there attending it virtually, as we all will be virtually attending it. And uh, looking forward for him to talk about all that's going on there. So very excited about that. So anyway, you'll want to be sure to tune in to the Hot Topics segment. I want to say that we're so proud to be a part of the Industry Syndicate. You can go out to industrysyndicate.com. You can take a look at all the other industry podcasts, mortgage industry podcasts, real estate related podcasts, and download some great information. This is a great resource for many who are out there that are looking at how to interact with realtors, that are working with salespeople, a lot of great stuff out there. Again, our podcast is primarily focused on the C-suite, the leadership, the general direction of the mortgage industry. We are at times, and we're going to be getting in and doing some hot topics in the area of coaching. We've got a, uh, an exciting friend of mine coming on to talk about executive coaching. That's so important. But also, we're going to be talking a lot about in the future of what's going on in technology. And I've got Alan Pollock. He's dialed in. We're going to be talking about that somewhat to tease that up when Al and I are talking here in a few minutes. But so excited to have you with us. Also, check out mortgagemedia.com. We're on that website as well. And we're all trying to, again, bring information and resource to the industry in an audio format. So glad to have you be here with us. I want to say a shout out to all of our listeners. There's so many of them out there. But a specific shout out to the MBA. They do a great job of helping us get the word out to the industry about important topics. They help us, we help them. So it's a great relationship. And so thrilled with the MBA. And that's the focus of our hot topic again. Our sponsors again are the MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association of America. And be sure to check out Marina Walsh's interview that we did on September 14th. We're talking about where costs are at and where earnings are at. Highest record earnings, 166 basis points, average independent mortgage bankers, net revenue, pre-tax. We have clients that are well up in nearly 300 basis points net pre-tax profits right now. It's just crazy what where we're at. Where is it heading? Well, we're going to learn more next week at the MBA conference. We'll talk about that in a bit. Also, a special thank you to Finastra, whose Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution automatically addresses the compliance issues while delivering enhanced borrower satisfaction and increased productivity. I had Steve Hoke on the podcast back on August 24th, 2020. And uh, Steve and I had a great discussion about some of the tools that they have. So check out that podcast. Also, Lenders One, we got Justin Demolia and the friends there. They do a great job. We had Justin on June 1st talking about uh, some of the initiatives going on at Lenders One. And then along with Mortgage Collaborative, both of these co-ops provide a 
competitive advantages for lenders and vendor members. Again, we're all missing these conferences that we have as a result of COVID. Can't wait to get back. It's just one of those things we're all hungry to get back into one-on-one meetings and one-on-one connections. So important. Also, I want to say CMLA, Community Mortgage Lenders of America. We have Michael Jones on on September 21st just a few weeks ago. Check out that podcast, as well as Indicom, which supports every stage of the mortgage lifecycle with automation, outsourcing, and compliance. Go listen to the podcast we did on August 31st with Linda Bomar and Narayan. That podcast was a good one. And there's some resources there, especially in the underwriting department. Again, talk about that in just a minute with Alan Pollock. Also, Incelerate. This company helps lenders close more loans by engaging borrowers and prospects and check out the podcast we did with Josh Friend back on August 17th. And then Ainsworth Advisors, be sure to check out what we did September 7th. And also AI Assist, they're a great company that adds artificial intelligence to the sales process. Check that out as well as Innovian. Ted Kramer has kind of one of the best solutions to help you optimize your mortgage executions. You need to check out and go to Innovian, I-N-N-O-V-I-E-N-T.com. Check it out as well as Knowledge Coop Mobility RE. Both of these do a great job helping you focus and recruit top loan officers as well as providing tools on how to connect effectively with the real estate community. Also, we had Brent Amler on here just recently on September 2nd. Uh, we also had Vendor Surf and Vidyard. We talk about them regularly. Check them all out. A special thank you to our regulars, Alice, Andy, Alan, and Matt. It's a holiday, so Matt called in and says, hey, nothing to talk about in the market. Looking at the economic calendar this week, Tuesday, we have the Consumer Price Index, and that is expected to be down just slightly, as well as core CPI. That comes out on Tuesday. Also, we have the federal budget expected to come in at a negative 124. Then on Wednesday, we have the Mortgage Market Index, and then we have the MBA Purchase Index, as well as the Mortgage Refinance Index. I believe all of those are coming out of the MBA, as well as the Core Producers Price Index. So CPP, and uh, be sure to check those out. Those are a very indication. Then on Friday, we've got some of uh, the Philly Fed Business Index. Eh, it's not going to have a big mover on us. About to be coming just slightly under what it was last month. And then jobless claims. That's going to be an interesting one. And what else is going on? I'm looking at Matt's nbslive.net. So anyway, be sure to check out all of the economic data and how it's rolling out. I love this website because you see exactly where everything is on one page. Appreciate them so much. Folks, it's time for the hot topic. And we have as our special guest, Pete Mills of the NBA. Pete, good to have you, friend. Thank you, David. Thanks for having me on today. Well, I do appreciate it uh, coming on and talking with us about what's going on. Well, you do so much. My group uh, is engaged in developing our policy positions and all the issues impacting the residential uh, mortgage finance space. Uh, And then we also have uh, a member engagement function, which is really how we work with our members in their business segments. So as you mentioned, we have a number of groups of independent mortgage bankers that we work closely with. We have a community bank network, a credit union network. We have a group that works with REITs, warehouse lenders, et cetera. So it's a way for us to talk to our members in their individual business models or business segments. And you have been one of the key individuals in our industry as a big influencer. The MBA conference is going to happen, but it's going to be virtual. And I want to hear about what has gone in the preparation to make this so effective. I'm really anticipating 
this to be very dynamic and in many ways, even possibly more effective than those when we meet in person. Yeah, this is going to be a virtual annual. We are building a plane as we're flying it. It's going to be, I think, we all do a lot of Zoom calls or go to webinars. Uh, This will not be like a two and a half day Zoom call. It's going to be a, a real virtual experience much different than just sitting and looking at your computer for two and a half days. We're going to have a lineup of great speakers, as we always do. It's going to look and feel like an actual annual convention, but you're going to be engaging through, uh, obviously, your computers, but it's going to be a really engaging presentation. We previewed it uh, with some of our members with the mock-ups of the screen platform, the virtual platform, and I'd say I was blown away. We've done some earlier sessions this year, NBA Live back in May. Uh, It was very good. Our state of the industry call was quite good. It was one of the best virtual platforms I've seen. What I'm looking at uh, in terms of what's coming up at the annual convention, this blows it away. It's really, really impressive. Our confidence team has really gone sort of above and beyond and trying to replicate the actual experience of the annual convention, but in a virtual context. I've talked to several people that are part of that test group or the, the, where you're getting feedback and they go, man, this is really going to be good. I, I love it. I mean, uh, a virtual never replaced being there in person. I mean, so much comes as a result of the connectivity, but a lot of it also comes. I've missed sessions because I'm racing to go there and you see someone you haven't talked to in a long time and they say, hey, I got to talk to you. I've got this. And and. It's all about business. We're there to to do business. And so you miss sessions. That, I think, is probably – I'm going to probably attend more sessions as a result of this being virtual than I would otherwise. And so uh, we're not going to have those uh, impromptu, hey, can you meet with me do this? So I think there's going to actually be more focus on the content, which is where I want to go next. But before we go there, I want to talk a little bit about you've done these virtual conferences. You talked about testing this concept. Talk a little bit more about – some of the experiences that have been at this point uh, while during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, so we did our state of the industry back in May, uh, had some great speakers lined up for that. That was a, a full day event. We've done our risk management conference in a virtual context. But again, I think the platform we're using for annual is the final tap reference. It goes to 11, almost a three, three-dimensional experience. You'll walk in, you'll see an exhibit hall, you'll see the signs for the various sponsors and exhibitors. You can click on those. You can go into rooms. There are ways, David, you mentioned, you can actually have chat sessions and meetups by phone, by text. There are ways to replicate that networking experience that you get in a a real in-person event. You'll be able to get those in the virtual context. And so even if you do miss a session because you go into one of the expo hall rooms, if you will, and get engaged in a conversation, you can go back out and go into that session that you missed and catch up to it after the fact. So you really will get the full experience. It's like getting extra hours in the day. If you were to go to an NBA conference in person and miss a session, you can actually go back and turn the clock back and go in. It'll be, it'll be impressive. I can't wait. You're not going to believe this. Like what's about ready to happen. Let's talk about some of the conference speakers. Who do we have there this year? I know on the website right now, I see you there, but talk about them. And what are some of the things we yeah, can we, explore? Yeah, we've got a great lineup. FHFA Director Mark Calabria, Secretary Carson will be speaking from HUD, and then CFPB Director Craniger are also speaking. Calabria and Craniger in particular are going to be alive in person. So those mm-hmm. will be great sessions. And we have in sort of the non-industry space, but always educational, 
We've got uh, presidential historian John Meacham. We've got a political session with A.B. Stoddard. And then one of the keynotes will be, and this will be fascinating, just given the, the world we're living in today and, and everything we've dealt with since the George murder, we've got some rights icon Andrew Young speaking. And I think that's going to be a really fascinating session. Yeah. We've got the CEOs of Fannie and Freddie joining us as well. So it's a typical, really solid lineup that you would see at any of our annual conventions. And will there be an opportunity for us to ask questions? So, I mean, you know, nicely, we have the open mic sessions at many of these. When we have the guest speakers, you're able to walk up in the intimidating as it is. You walk up in front of several uh, <laughs> hundreds of people and ask a question. And I've done it several times. But if that is oftentimes some of the best parts of when that interactivity happens. Is that going to be present in this conference? Yeah, we'll have some of that. And I think one of the interesting things is when you do a, an event like this in in virtual mode, you get people who might not have walked up to that mic, a thousand people in the room, they can type in the question into the chat boxes and we'll have folks monitoring those as they come in, feeding them to the speakers. And so as you get into our breakout sessions in particular, those will all be interactive. So we've got a whole uh, raft of typical breakout sessions that we would have at a normal conference as well. So we'll be doing something on IMB liquidity management challenges, particularly in a COVID world of, of high forbearance levels, digital mortgage trends, data security and privacy, uh, a couple of sessions on sort of HR management, uh, talent acquisition and retention, remote workforce management challenges, all those sorts of things. And those will all have interactive Q&A sessions associated with those as well. So you get the opportunity to interact with the speakers at each of the sessions. Is there a particular theme? We should have been in Chicago. And so you'll see some uh, Chicago-related theming uh, along the way as well to at least you know replicate the best we can the fact that we should have been in Chicago this yeah. year, which is one of my oh. favorite cities. Let's talk about the breakout sessions. There's so many of them, but if you could kind of give us a rundown, are there any themes or the things that are particularly you're focusing on? The biggest issue out there, of course, is how can you hire people? We're just stretched to the limit of everyone who has anyone who could even spell mortgages to be employed in the industry right now. And then you heard us talking earlier before the Hot Topics, Sebby, we were talking about how we're employing technology more and more. What are some of the themes that we can expect to see in some of the breakout sessions, Pete? Yeah, so I mentioned a couple of them, and in the, the whole talent acquisition, retention, but also, I mean, we know the, the refi boom's not, not going to last forever, so talk about right-sizing and how we're going to look uh, and prepare for what 2021 will bring. I, I will mention the fact that Mike Pratt and Tony Marina Walsh are going to be doing their market update and forecast. That'll be live as well. And so as you think about what those numbers and projections are looking like, and how that's going to fit in, uh, there'll be a follow-on session on talent acquisition and retention and right-sizing. So good way to think about here's what's coming, now how do I manage through that? And again, I think the remote work issue continues to be a really significant one, not only for us on the policy front. We're working with the CSBS to try to get greater flexibility, for example, in remote work for independent mortgage bankers, in particular the limits on licensed activity having to occur from a licensed location. So remote work is a real challenge. And again, it's something we're doing. But the more I talk to our CEOs and COOs, they're all looking at the likelihood of a, a really different way we go to work, if you will, even post-COVID. Even when we have the opportunity to go back, I think there will be folks that will prefer to work in that remote environment. Productivity has really largely sustained and in some cases increased. Some of our members report that they've had even better productivity in a work-from-home uh, type of environment. So 
a lot of discussions around those issues in, in a couple of our breakout sessions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we are going to have a tech showcase, and so it'll be okay. virtual, but we'll do our our tech showcase. So a lot of the technology vendors will be there, not only a tech showcase, but also in the virtual exhibit hall as well. That's exactly where I was going to go. So how in the world do you have to do <laughs> a virtual exhibit hall? I can't wait to hear and wait to see how you guys pull this one off. But they said, those that I talked to said, you're going you're to believe what the NBA has come up with. It's really amazing. Very innovative. Talk about that. Yeah, it, it, it's just it is a virtual replication of what the exhibit hall might look like, and you'll see various exhibitors, and you'll see their signs, and you'll you'll be able to click through and engage with that exhibitor and that sponsor in, mm. in real time, if you will, in their booth, so to speak. It's a virtual booth. So, it, again, really impressive technology that we're using here, and as close to a in-person event as you can probably get uh, in an online in an online world. Thanks. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm, I, I'm, again, this is going to be vastly different than an in-person conference, but I think there are going to be some different results from that. wonder how much we might carry out of this into future conferences once we all get back together. So I'm really looking forward to it. And then the other part of this thing that I want to talk briefly about is the social hour. I've been invited to and will be a part of, of Morpac and some of the others. Things. There's some wonderful yes. events planned. How the heck do you do that, Peter? That I can't wait to hear about that. Very similar. Well, will you be able to? We'll have uh, a series of receptions, and you mentioned a couple of them. Uh, More PAC and Mortgage Action Alliance, which is our political action committee and our grassroots network, will be having a reception. You'll be able to click through and engage with folks in that room while you're there. There will be some casual presentations, but also plenty of opportunity for Q and A. I believe we're having a ODF. Our, our foundation is going to have its own reception hall as well. And then my team, the residential public policy team, will be basically walking folks through how we do our policy development and how we can get more folks engaged in doing that sort of work. We are a member-driven organization. We take our direction from our members. And so having our, our members engaged in our various policy committees is really important to us. And so my team will be out there. You'll be able to meet the folks that staff each of our various key committees and meet them in person, so to speak, and hear about the work that they do. And hopefully we'll get more folks engaged. We can't do the work that we do on the policy side without a real active and engaged membership who bring issues to us and help us develop solutions and and alternatives to some of the things that our regulators and legislators might propose. So it'll be a really interesting and and I think uh, useful uh, event for us as well as for the folks that, that are, are going into those reception halls. You know, I'm looking at the agenda right now, and on Tuesday, you got really, a, I mean, the, a whole, the whole conference has got a great lineup. But are you anticipating anything from Kathy Kranager and also Ben Carson? And is there any indication that we might be hearing more information, get more insights into what we think might be an indication of policy moving forward? I think certainly Director Calabria, who is moving down the path towards ending the conservatorships every time he speaks, there's something interesting and perhaps enlightening about where that path is leading us, where he's taking the GSEs. So I don't have any specific indicators of specific announcements, but as you know, annual is quite often used as a platform. So we're looking forward to hearing Director Calabria's remarks in particular. And when are those going to be, as I'm looking on Tuesday's agenda, is that, uh, what? when is he actually? Mark is actually on Monday, I believe. Oh, he's on Monday. Yes, he's, uh, he's sort of the opening general session, first speaker in the opening general session. 
So he'll kick it off. And then Director Craniger, I believe, is on, on Tuesday afternoon. Yep. And again, she's, yeah, if you saw her at the State of the Industry event in May, she's yep. a very engaging and it's like you're sitting down with her in her kitchen. There was just a warmth and she just came across so effective. I'm really looking forward to it. I think there's going to be many aspects of this conference being virtual that are going to bring us a new experience. And I think it's going to be a good experience. Yes, we're going to miss seeing everyone and certainly miss seeing you there. One of the events that I love attending, and Marsha is so good about inviting me to be a part of it with my podcast, and that's the Empower event. I know there's going to be some Empower. Talk a little bit about what Marsha has planned for Empower. Is there going to be an event on Saturday for Empower? Or is that going to be incorporated into the rest of the conference? I believe it's incorporated into the rest of the conference. And I'm looking at the schedule as we speak right yeah. now. She's got a session on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday afternoon from three to Tuesday four afternoon. and called the power of diplomacy and how to make it work for you. And, and those yeah. are really great events. Yeah. I don't see the speaker listed here, so that might be a surprise, but she always gets top notch folks at the Empower events. Yeah, and I love what Marsh is doing with Empire and just empowering women and uh, in a marketplace. It's so good. One of the other things, I'm looking at some of the questions that are coming in. Uh, one of them is the cost pretty close to what it is normally, or is because it's virtual, is it less expensive or more expensive to attend? Uh, a little bit less. And obviously, when you factor in the fact that you do not have to get hotel mm-hmm. reservations for three or four days, flight reservations, Our hope here is, in particular, that our members will use this opportunity to share with maybe a larger group of staff than they might normally, bring them into uh, what NBA Annual is all about. And again, because we are replicating in large measure what the in-person event, the look and feel, great opportunity to introduce folks to it and expand the experience to a larger number of your typical staff that would go, perhaps get folks interested in attending in future years when we're back to an in-person format. Good. Another question that just came in from one of our listeners. Thank you so much, listeners. Keep them coming. We've got a few more here for you. But this one has to do with, you mentioned earlier about recording. I mean, if you you walk into a session, but you get pulled out, but you'll be able to go back and listen to it. For how long? How does that work? Because we don't have recordings of these when we're in person. So we've been doing that with our other virtual recordings and webinars and the like and, and making those available to folks. I don't know if there's a time limit on it. I think if you miss a session, uh, you can always go back and watch it at a later date. So right. if you are a paid attendee, you'll have plenty of time to circle back and grab content you might have missed because you were engaged with a vendor or an exhibitor or a sponsor. Yeah, that's what I, I was hoping to hear. That's what I understood, and that's excellent. I think this actually might be another reason why people should register for this beat because they are going to get a chance to be able to go back. If you miss a session at the annual when it's in person, you don't have a chance to go back and rewind and go into that time frame unless you can figure out how to be multi-present. You're going to be able to go back and listen to it. I think that's a big reason why people should get registered. Talk about registration quickly. I just Google MBA annual conference 2020 mba.org it'll be in the main carousel i click through and register yeah the social settings are there any insights and what can people anticipate in in the meetups and i mean how's how's that all work i don't know how you uh replicate the social aspect but we will be having the concert mba which i think is interesting We'll be able to deliver a virtual concert with john andresic from five for fighting if you went to the servicing conference last i guess that was february and then he also came to Colorado for the, the Midwinter Conference. He does a great show. 
And that was actually the last conference I was out traveling and, and visiting with our members was back at the midwinter in, in March. So he'll be doing a, a virtual concert. Someone that I know in the industry has invited me to a dinner. And I go like, how does that work? And they go, well, what we want is you and your wife to go out to a dinner. And we're going to suggest we got a deal cut with one of the steakhouses, one of the ones that are national chains. And we're going to go to dinner and we're going to ask you guys to participate. And we're going to all be at that same restaurant. And we're going to have a virtual dinner out. And I go, how innovative is that? So there's a lot of innovation showing up here. And uh, Pete, I'm so excited to be a part of this. And Jared, and I encourage our people to to go ahead and register and connect. There's a lot of really exciting things that are going to come out of this, Pete. This whole COVID thing, what has been such an inconvenience and such a hassle. We're so fortunate to be in the mortgage industry because so many businesses have had to go out of business. And we are hiring and growing and expanding like crazy. I want to say thank you, Pete, for taking time to be here with us today. I know how busy you are preparing for this in the planning. Uh, a lot of questions came in. What went into that? What's the, what's the behind the scenes look like? I can only imagine. But we want to wish you the best and everyone there at the NBA. And we're looking forward to being a part of this year's virtual conference. And can't wait for us all to get back together soon in person. What's the first in-person event that's being planned in 2021? Uh, we have a couple more conferences this year. We're still going to do our accounting and financial oh, management conference. We've got our red compliance conference, which was typically in September. It's going to be an early November date for that one. And then we go we'll into the new virtual. year. Yeah, those, are, those will be virtual. We're virtual to the end of 2020. Yep. We're looking at the Independent Mortgage Bankers Conference in late January, evaluating the sort of state of having made a decision as to virtual, in-person, or hybrid. So... That's still an open question. And then you've got our craft conference, our commercial real estate finance conference also That's in right. January. So yep. the, the early 21, 2021 schedule is, is still opened up in the air as we're assessing sort of conditions on the ground and looking at possibly trying to do some virtual, some hybrid events. But we won't know that for another, another few weeks, perhaps, uh, before yep. we can make a definitive call there. Well, looking forward to it. Again, Thank you, Pete, for what you do at the NBA and for virtually what everyone does. It is such an important organization. And talk about membership. You, Trisha Megliazzo, is such a great personal friend of mine, as well as does an amazing job there. Let's give a shout out to her as well as how some of the reasons people should be joining the NBA. What's some of the new reasons? Well, I mean, I think the most important is still, I think, our, our the advocacy work that we do on behalf of the industry. And this year has been just incredible. And I have to shout out to my staff and our, our lobbying team staff and our research staff. The entire organization in a remote context came together to really work through and, and develop solutions to all of the transactional challenges of trying to originate and close and service really record volumes of mortgages when everybody's working remote. And that required a lot of engagement with Fannie, with Freddie, with Jenny, with the various regulators to make all that happen so that it could still deliver. And I've just been amazed with both my team and staff and the organization has done, everybody working together through this crisis. And, and whether it's you know getting the adverse market fee delayed, uh, whether it's getting all of the Transactional mm -hmm. flexibility. I heard your prior speaker talk about some of the things that we've been able to do in the COVID context around appraisal waivers and alternative ways of, of closing loans using remote notary. All of those things we're looking at as how do we embed those in because they, there are some efficiencies and we think those efficiencies can be achieved without introducing any additional risk. How, how, do, we, how do we keep those as a part of the permanent landscape on a go forward basis? So 
just a lot of activity. I still think there's a lot of room to run on the, the COVID-related challenges, and we're prepared for that as well. But it's just been a really tremendous. And, and so many of these issues that came to us came from our members, and that's probably the other important piece I'd like to mention is, you know, whether it's on our committee calls, whether it's on my weekly Monday call with our independent mortgage bankers that I do, a lot of these issues, the challenges of, of closing loans when the quarters offices are closed and those sorts of things, and the appraisers don't want to go into a house or the owner doesn't want to let them in. All those issues sort of came to us from our members, and then we worked on developing solutions to each of those things. And can't emphasize enough the, the important role that our members play in, in driving those policy issues. Well, great organization. Everyone should become a member. If you're in the mortgage business, you should be a member of the MBA. It's well worth it. And I'm really looking forward to this conference. Again, Pete, thanks so much for taking time to be with us today. Really grateful. Thanks for having me on, David. Good to talk to you. You bet. Pete Mills has been our guest. He's Senior Vice President of Residential Policy and Member Engagement at the MBA, Mortgage Bankers Association of America. I encourage all of our listeners to go out and attend this conference. Alan was tweeting me and sending me some notes on this saying, uh, I'm going to have to figure out a way to burn off some calories uh, because I burn off so many when I'm at these conferences walking around. So you're going to be able to have a chance to engage more on the content that the NBA is providing. Pete, thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you virtually at the conference. Thanks, everyone. Good to have you with us. Next week, we're going to talk about coaching, and we're going to be talking about the importance of having a coach. I've got my good friend David Norris joining me on the microphone, so be sure to check back next week. Also, we want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Finastra, as well as the CMLA, as well as Indicom, Incelerate, Ainsworth, Mobility RE, and just go check out all our sponsors on our website. We're out of time, folks. Have a great week, and look forward to seeing you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for